Have you heard the news that Google has now created their own Android podcasting app? In this episode of Podcastification, I'm going to walk through the app and give you my review. My name is Kerry Green, and I am the Client Happiness Guy at PodcastFastTrack.com, and this is Podcastification. Podcastification is all about you teaching you how to podcast, how to put into practice the best practices that I and my team have learned in working with hundreds of clients. You are going to podcast better from listening to this show. If you like what you hear on Podcastification, please just hit the pause button, swipe to the sharing function on your app, and share this episode with somebody you know will benefit. And if you'd like to get in on more Podcastification goodness, you can do it by subscribing to our Podcast Optimizer email series. And I promise you, you won't get lots of junk. You'll just get one actionable email a week. Go to podcastfasttrack.com slash optimizer. That is enough of that kind of stuff. Let's get you podcastificated right away. All right. We've all heard about Google Podcasts, the new podcast app from Google that enables Android users to have kind of a default app for podcasts, but it's not really default. So in this episode, I want to kind of review the Google Podcast app, and I'm doing this both in audio and video. The video is going to actually show you the process of finding the Google Podcast app, but I'm going to try to describe it for those of you who are listening in audio only so that you can kind of visualize what's going on as well. Now, I am demonstrating this on my Android tablet not on a smartphone, but the process will work just the same on a smartphone. The way that you've got to get started is to go to Google itself. And here on my tablet, I've got Google open and I'm going to go to the search box and I'm doing all this one-handed because I'm holding the camera and I've already typed in, you can see right here, it says podcastification podcast. That's my podcast. I am going to search for it in Google. So you can do this with your podcast, search for your podcast. So I'm going to tap on that. It's going to bring up the results. And what I'm looking for, you see here at the top, it's got my website link. The next one is podcastification.com, which is a, a domain I bought to go directly to my Libsyn account website page. The next one is kind of a duplicate of that. But then right below that, you see Apple iTunes. And below it, lo and behold, look, there's playable episodes. You see these. My most recent three, basically, are there. So you see just below it, it says more episodes. Now, before we go there, let's stop for a second. And what if you do this and your show is not there? You don't see these little playable buttons for these episodes. That means that for whatever reason, Google Podcast has been unable to find your show. Now, there is a page that describes exactly what you've got to do on your website in order to make your show findable for Google Podcasts. And I will link to that in the show notes for this episode which if you're listening on an Android device or an Apple device, you should be able to swipe to the description for this episode and find that link there. What we're going to do now is now that we have found the playable links for some of the episodes, so we're going to go to this more episodes option and tap on it. And what you're going to see is this is the actual Google Podcasts app that has come up. Now, obviously, because I'm on a tablet, it looks a little bigger than it normally would. But you can see it says here that I'm subscribed. That's because I've already come 
to the Google Podcasts app before. And you see right there at the top, you see the logo. In the top left corner, it says, see your subscriptions here. You probably won't see that if this is the first time you are finding your show on the Google Podcasts app. And so what you're going to do is just tap on that icon right there, that logo. Okay. And what it's going to do is pull up the podcast app itself inside. And here you can see what I've subscribed to. And here at the top, it says, get the Google Podcast app in the Play Store for quick access. I'm going to say get the app because what I did previously was I subscribed to this on my Android phone, not on this tablet. And so the actual podcast app is not on this tablet. And I'm glad for that because now I can demonstrate it to you. So I'm going to say get the app. And the funny thing is when you go to the Google Play Store and you find the Google Podcast app, like those of you watching can see here, you can install it. But what I've been told by the powers that be at Google is that what that's actually doing is that is just installing the icon onto your system so that you can access this more easily. So that's good news because from now on, I'm not going to have to go searching for my podcast to find it in Google Podcasts. I will just have the app. So I'm going to open the app now that it's installed. And look, it goes right back to the page I was on. It's not any different than what I saw before. And here I'm subscribed to three podcasts. These are all three my podcasts because I was just kind of experimenting and playing around. I knew I could find them. I knew I could probably get those in here pretty easily. So I did. And so first you see it's got a section here called For You. And it's showing new episodes of podcasts that I've already subscribed to. So there are the brand new episodes of those three, the last three that have published on those. You see the dates on the one and episode 111 on the other one. That is one tab. You see another tab here is in progress. So if I tap on that, it's going to show episodes that I have begun listening to on this podcast app. And remember, it's the Google podcast app that is reflecting here, not other apps I might be listening on. And it shows that to be in progress. Now, if you look right here, you can see the actual progress bar shows this episode has already begun playing. It's just not completed. And so there's a, a little bit trying to get it in focus there. There we go. There's a little bit of gap there showing I've begun to play and all of the dark circle shows how much is left to play. So there's an episode that's already in process being played. And then there's a downloads tab. So I can tap on that. It will show any audio that I have actually downloaded to this device. And you see here, I haven't downloaded any. So then let's go down below that. Here, just like an Apple Podcasts or any other podcast player, it has a section where it's showing me other podcasts. It shows top podcasts, which is, you know, Joe Rogan, Stuff You Should Know, Ted Radio Hour, all the big names that you typically see in these top podcast listings, and then trending podcasts. So these are ones that others are listening to pretty commonly right now. See, there's some interesting there's no such thing as a fish, story pirates, you know, things I've never heard of. So that's kind of cool that they've got some in there that are, that are not so uh, well known. And in each of these, you can swipe and see others to the sides. So it's got a pretty good search or discovery tool here in this sense. Uh, same thing down here on trending podcasts. Now you can also just scroll up and you'll see top podcasts in society and culture. And then below that, top podcasts in comedy. And you see, you can tell this is kind of web-based because the app itself is scrolling very similar to a web search would. Top podcasts in recreation, top podcasts in technology, in arts, in business. So you can find what you're looking for. Now, let's just take the business category here. And like I said, I haven't done all of this before. So I'm going to tap on business up here and see if it will actually open up 
all of the podcasts in business. It's not doing so. So we're going to have to explore a little more. If you look up at the top of the app, you see there is a search function, a little spyglass kind of a thing where I can type in maybe a keyword or a particular podcast name that I know. So let me just put in a keyword and let's see what happens. I'm going to type in podcasting to see if my particular show that is about podcasting called Podcastification, which you're listening to now, actually shows up. So I'm going to search and we're going to see what comes up. Okay, so Joe Rogan came up, Pat Flynn came up, and it's just giving me those two. That's kind of, and then down here is a section for show results. So as I scroll through this, I'm realizing that either my show is not optimized for the word podcasting, which is ridiculous because it is, or it's pulling from something else. Now, you see, here's the audacity to podcast, which is about podcasting. It's Daniel J. Lewis's show. There's Ask the Podcast Coach from Dave Jackson. So, and here is the podcast engineering show with Chris Curran. So they have theirs optimized in some way that I don't, that they are showing up in this result and my show is not. So that gives me a little bit of homework to do here. All right. So let's get away from something as niched as that and get rid of podcasting here. I'm going to type in something like social media and I'm going to make it a little more specific and say marketing. We'll see what happens. Okay. So it's bringing up the Gold Digger podcast. It's bringing up Perpetual Traffic by Digital Marketer. And then down here, The Science of Social by Buffer, Digital Marketing Podcast. So that topical search was very accurate. Look at all these options that are very much what it was I was searching for. So that tells me that my show was not optimized well. And my guess is both the show title, the author tag, perhaps the description all need to be a little more clear and intentional about using the keywords that I'm wanting to optimize for which is things like podcasting, podcaster, podcast coach, podcast consultant, you know, those kinds of things. Now, we've kind of searched through everything that is obvious. So I'm going to go backward a few steps back to the main page here where my subscriptions are and those kinds of things. And notice I can subscribe on any of these. I'm just going to take the example of stuff you should know. I'm going to click on that and show you that once you select a podcast, you have the option up here to subscribe. And so then when you open this up in your podcast app by using the icon that's now on the desktop because of our install, that will be one of the shows that is shown up here in my subscriptions if I were to subscribe to that. Now, there's one other thing that's not quite as obvious, and that's the menu, which is up here in the top right, the three little dots that we're beginning to see on apps as the menu. And you can see I can edit my podcast, I can change the settings, and I can send feedback about the app, which I think is very helpful. So... Let's see what it does when you edit your podcasts. Okay, so it shows my three podcasts. No other options on the page. So here, you notice it's got a little dot in the top left of each one. I'm just going to tap on one of those. And it has enabled me to select it, and I can delete. Okay, that's the only option I have on the whole screen is to delete. So when it means edit, it means remove the podcast or don't remove the podcast. Okay, so I'm just going to go back a screen. Go back to that menu, and we're going to try the next option, which is settings. Okay, let's check out the settings. What kind of settings are there in here? I can remove the completed episodes, or I can remove unfinished episodes. And it looks like I can choose the time frame. I can do it after 24 hours on the remove completed episodes. I'm going to tap that and see what my other options are. So I can choose after 24 hours, after 7 days, or never. So it's kind of limited in the options. Uh, some podcast apps, you can set the actual limit. So I'm going to say OK on that and just leave it as it is. 
Then up here, remove unfinished episodes. I'm going to tap on that. After 30 days, after 90 days, and never. Again, kind of limited in what you're allowed to do, but at least there's something there. Okay. So now I'm going to go up here to the menu again and check that last option. Send app feedback. See, because I'm already in settings. So that's the only option I have. So I'm going to get out of settings real quick and go back to see the send app feedback. It's bringing up a feedback page, a feedback form. I can include a screenshot and a log of what's been happening so that I can describe my feedback. And then it's going to include a log from the app so the developers can look at it and see what happened technically. But it's also going to show a screenshot to show physically or visually rather was happening on my screen at the time that the problem occurred. And then it's like an email program. You can just send it up there. Okay. And I can also choose the email. See right over on the right, there's a selector. I can choose the email that I want to send that from. It defaulted to my Gmail because remember, Android is Google. And so that's how it happened there. So let's go into an actual show. Let's choose podcastification and we'll look at the options. You see, I'm subscribed. It has my description has available episodes. And you see, here's a little drop down expanded to show more of my description. Then I have the available episodes. Let's see what the options are there. Obviously, there's a play button on to the right of each one. What if I tap on one? What's it going to do? Okay, so when I tap on it, it's going to show me the title, give me a big play button. Also gives me a download button and another menu right next to the download. Let's see what it has in it. Okay, the only option is to mark things as played. Okay, so I could do that. And then it's got my show notes. It's got a description. It's got a video and links are live in this. Now, my timestamps are not live like happens on some podcast apps. I'm wondering if that's because I have bullet points or little asterisks before them. I wonder if the asterisks were gone. Would those timestamps be active? Uh, that's a very interesting thing to consider. Then down here, it's got uh, my address just like I put in. I can scroll up to see more. I include subscription options in my podcastification thing and, and see these in my show notes. The on Android, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, those are all links in my show notes, but they're not links here. That's very interesting that for some reason, the Google Podcast thing stripped out the links. And then um, I can go up to Derek's info and it's not letting me scroll anymore. It looks like, yeah, just that my keyboard was in the way. Um, Derek's info, so it's, it's showing his website. See, here, Tech Waffles was a link in the resources I provided, but it's not showing the link here. So for some reason, it looks like it only shows links that have the .com or .us or HTTP on them. So they're, they're what you would call actual links, not the kind of links where you highlight a word and embed the link behind the word. That is good to know. See here, CleanFeed and Zencaster are also things that I, I linked by highlighting the word and putting the link behind the word just to make it look more clean and more nice. But if you're considering how it's going to look in the Google Podcast app, you obviously need to make sure that you're putting the actual link, not putting it behind a word like that. This is just really interesting to see all this. I also noticed that the formatting is off just a little bit here where it says Derek's info that the divider line should not have been right next to that. Uh, so, so my formatting is off just a little bit in the app. I'm going to play an episode. We're going to see what that does. So in my ongoing quest to find the best way to record distance conversations, I'm speaking today with Derek Pando from Zoom.us. 
Okay, and so you see down here at the bottom, when I start playing an episode, it shows up. It's kind of scrolling the title, the full title, has a play button to the side and a pause button to the side. So that's really nice. And I'm curious about the menu. Is it going to change any when I'm in the episode thing here? Nope, just says settings and feedback. So that is generally it. Now, all of this shows me that there are some functions missing from this. And the Google team has admitted this is not a complete app. This is the first version, so they're adding things. But some of the things that would be helpful, play at speed. So in other words, being able to change the speed at which it plays back. The skip forward and skip backward buttons. Let me tap on the actual episode down here and see. Okay, so when I tap on the episode at the bottom, it does show the actual progress bar and a skip forward 10 and skip backward 30. And look here, I was just talking about play at speed. I can change the rate at which it plays. So uh, I can change it from 1 to you know, 1.8, 2. I can go all the way up to three, three times speed if I want to. Now that's pretty cool. I can also tap a trim silence button here to cause it to abbreviate areas where there is silence. And it looks like that is applicable to this episode for sure. I'm wondering about other episodes. So if I got out of this episode, I'm going to choose 109 here and see if those settings stay default for that episode as well. Yeah, see, everything stayed the same. The 1.6 speed is still there and the trim silence is there. So it looks like once you set those settings, it applies to all of your episodes. I'm curious here if I tap this little menu next to the title, it opens the description. That's what it does. See up here with the play button and all that kind of stuff. So some of the things I was feeling were not available actually are available. Google Podcasts. Is this an app that is worthwhile? Well, I think so. I think it's probably at a point where the Google team is figuring out some of the details about how to make it a truly native app, meaning where the actual icon is available on your Android device when you purchase it. See, I'm going back to my home screen here to see where the Google Podcasts icon has shown up. Looks like it did not show up on my screen. I'm probably going to have to go into apps and find it. Yeah, see, there it is. I would have to go to my apps and move it to my screen, just like that. And so now it's available. I could use it on this device just by tapping the icon. Tap, and it opens it. So you can see it's not truly native in the sense that it's obvious that it's there. You have to do a little work to get it on your device in a way that's obvious and functional. But I think as more people see videos like this or listen to episodes like this, and as more people just become aware of podcasting, the Google Podcast app is going to be one of the options that people turn to just because it's already on their device. They just have to figure out how to use it. Now, my hope, and I, I spoke with one of the guys who's behind this development from Google when I was at Podcast Movement. I asked him, why not just make the icon native on the home screen like the Apple Podcast icon? And he said, part of the struggle there is that Android is kind of an open source thing where many people can work on it. And they're not only dealing with just their own proprietary equipment in terms of hardware, they're dealing with a lot of different manufacturers like Samsung and Android and Motorola, you know, Ikea. They're, they're dealing with different manufacturers. And those manufacturers may or may not agree easily to having that icon as part of their default operating system. 
you know, they may have their own podcast app that they want to have as the default. So I'm sure the Google team is, so to speak, in negotiations with those manufacturers trying to figure out a way to make this default. And I can't see that being anything but a win for everybody involved because they are going to be able to increase the use of their devices and increase the use of podcasting in general, uh, which is going to make the whole industry go bigger. That's my quick review of the Google Podcast app. What do I think? I think it's pretty cool. I think it works pretty well for what it is. There's a lot of functionality like choosing specifics on episodes and things like that, that I'm sure they're going to improve on over time. But overall, I think it is a very admirable, very workable first step for a podcasting app for Android devices that is default on the device. I just want to see it become truly default. So that is it. That's my review of the Google Podcast app. I am very curious to know what you think about Google Podcasts app. Have you spent time using it? Have you played around with it, all you Android users? This was really my first time to really take a deep dive into it. And I felt like it's actually a pretty admirable attempt at a good podcasting app. I just want to see it become default on the device where it's obvious that it's there. If you'd like to chat about this, there's two ways you can do that. First of all, is to follow the hashtag podcastification on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, anywhere. Search that hashtag and you will find the conversations having to do with this podcast. But a better way, a way in which you and I can connect on a really personal level is for you to join the Podcastification Facebook group. And it's not really called the Podcastification Facebook group. It's called something like Podcast Best Practices. I forget what I named it, but you can find it at podcastfasttrack.com slash Facebook group. That's all the time I have for today. You know what time it is. It's time for you to go out and make it a podcastificating day. This show is brought to you by Podcast Fast Track, where my team provides professional podcasting services without the time suck. Full production, editing, and show notes all in one monthly subscription package. You can find out more at podcastfasttrack.com. Now go out and make it a podcastificating day. Audio editing and show notes by podcastfasttrack.com. Get 15% off your first month by mentioning this show.